tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hi, welcome to the Chow Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle. It's good to have all of you with me today. Today's episode is sponsored by one of my favorite nutritional products, Ocean's Live Green Phytoplankton. Pure phytoplankton. This will change your children's health and it feeds their brains because it's full of micronutrients. And I think it's essential when we have such depleted diets. So check it out at thechildwhisper.com forward slash plankton. I take it every day. And I have my grandkids taking it too. Uh, Today we are continuing our series of sleep tendencies. Today we're looking at sleep tendencies for the type 2 child from birth to teen. And I also have a very exciting giveaway. It's our biggest, uh, as far as a retail value amount, our biggest giveaway to date here on the Child Whisper podcast. It is for an Owlet Baby Monitor. These are a little device you actually put on an infant's foot. It's very comfortable, and it monitors your baby's um, just your baby's vitals. Um, Let me read what I have on that. Outlet Baby Monitor, a wireless smart sock that sits snug on your baby's foot and monitors their heart rate and oxygen levels while they sleep. And it connects to an app on your phone. If you've heard of the Outlet Baby Monitor, show me with some hearts and likes and smiles on Facebook. I'm broadcasting simultaneously on Facebook and Blog Talk Radio. It's valued at $249. My daughter, Ann, used it with her little boy, Sam. She wasn't a kind of, um, Ann wasn't a fearful mother. She said it just gave her a reassurance that everything was fine, even though she wasn't necessarily freaked out about the whole thing. And, um, but it was just so convenient because it was on their phone and just always knew that everything was a-okay for little Sammy. And as a result, she slept better, too. Now, to enter this giveaway, here's what you have to do. It's not, it's a little, because this is a really valuable product. Um, I'm not going to give it away. They will announce the winner in two weeks. So on October 10th, when we're wrapping up the Sleep Tendencies series, I'll announce the winner. To enter, you have to go to thechildwhisper.com and make a comment in one of the sleep tendency posts. So it'll be in either the type one, the type two, um, once we get it published on Thursday, and then next week we'll have Thursday, the type three. But you have to share a comment and share that you are entering, you know, in the blog on, on the website, and you have to share the post. So two steps, go to thechildwhisper.com, find the sleep tendencies, post the type one's already up it got posted last thursday and make a comment and share the post on your facebook page that's how you enter it's really great and let other moms know you might have an expecting mom i it'd be a great i think it's a great grandparent gift for giving uh children uh, that are having kids 
to me. It's in the price range. I'd be more than happy to purchase that for one of my children for a new baby and make it a gift from the grandparents. And you go to the, to learn more about the Owlet Baby Monitor, go to the childwhisper.com forward slash Owlet, O-W-L-E-T. Let's start today with a success story. This mom wrote in, I started reading The Child Whisper last spring. At the time, my husband and I were struggling parenting our six children. The book was suggested to us, and we both read it. At the time, our type 2 son had become belligerent and had started to lash out. Implementing the principles in the book was like night and day for him. We stopped pushing so hard, and now we have our sweet, steady, loving boy back. Thank you. And I love that you just stopped pushing. You relieved that little guy from that energy, and he showed up wanting to be cooperative and loving. So let's look at type 2 sleeping tendencies from birth to teen. Two key words I want you to consider when it comes to type 2 children and their sleep tendencies is comfort and routine. Now, routine's a little bit different than structure. Routine, you might think of it as the same thing as structure, but I'll distinguish that when we do the type 4 as well. But comfort and routine are the key words. So we're going to, everything that I teach today is going to be referencing those, represented in those two key words. So five natural sleep tendencies that are common for type 2 babies and children is one, they need to wind down. That's even a type 2 reference winding down, bringing the energy down, coming into a more relaxed space. Is your type 2 child given the time and the support to wind down, bringing the noise levels down in the home, bringing the light levels down, quieting the space, especially in their room? Um, I would suggest floor lamps or tabletop lamps versus overhead lamp, you know, room lamp, bring the light down. What do you do to induce this bringing the energy down, winding down, soft music playing? Those are all inducing a calmness that your type 2 child naturally has. So you definitely don't want them to get riled up before bedtime. They need more, number two, they need more time to get ready. Just they need their routine. They do well with a bedtime routine of getting ready. And they need a little more time to go through the steps of that routine. Does your type 2 child have a comfortable bedtime routine that they've helped create a plan for when they're old enough and then being able to initiate it on their own? You can even use that language. It's time for your bedtime routine. It's time to wind down and get into your bedtime routine. They'll relate to that language. Number three, transitions may take longer in any kind of shift in their sleeping. For example, an infant that's now giving up maybe two naps a day to one nap. You're not going to see this instant change of going from two naps to one nap. They're going to transition where they might go two days with two naps, one day with one nap. They'll go back and forth. They'll settle into it over time. Going from a crib to uh, an infant bed, and you might even keep the crib in the room with the, you know, depending on space in that, or get, it's a good thing to get a bed that can transition from a crib to a small child's bed, to a toddler bed. Um, I think I said infant bed there a minute ago. But those transitions take time. The weaning, if they're used to getting a pacifier or 
nursing or they're used to having a bottle, you know, transition takes time. So give them that time of kind of going back and forth little by little, and then they'll settle right into it. And even transitions from different bedtimes and making sure that um, those bedtimes are pretty on time, you know, they, they you can't fudge their bedtimes as much as you can a type one child, those routines they need, they need uh, more sleep than some kids. Most type two children need a little more sleep, eight to nine, 10 hours a night, depending on their age. Number three, Tennessee, snuggles and hugs, connecting physically before bedtimes. And keep this going as they develop and grow and even into their teen years. I was just babysitting my grandsons and my type 2 grandson. He likes you to hold his hand while he just is settling down, starting to go to sleep. Even at, He likes to sit on your lap when you're reading him a story. And then when he's just sort of go, winding down into sleep, you just hold his hand for three, four minutes. He just, I sat by his little bed holding his cute little hand. It was very sweet. He likes that physical connection. Are you winding, are you being present, giving them a physical connection? Are they connecting with you? Hugs, snuggles, holding their hand, rubbing their back, um, even into their teens. And then getting truly comfortable before they go to sleep. My type 2 husband is still has this tendency. Finding his place, getting the covers just right, uh, the pillow just right. And that's why... Some of my tips are going to lend itself to this because if they're not able to get comfortable, they're not able to settle into their sleep. So that's just part of their routine is getting comfortable. Here's some tips for helping your type 2 children get better sleep. If their room and their bed are comfortable, they are drawn to it. So they need to have a say as they develop into their, um, old, when they get old enough to be able to give feedback uh, what's their choice on a pillow, their bedding, their jammies, even the sense, having some sense in their room and, or sounds, music, or some um, white noise if they like that. A comfortable climate. What's a comfortable climate? For, I would tend to think they need a little cooler so they can snuggle up under their covers. But they need to be able to stay warm. And that's also having socks for their feet can be very cozy and an advantage. Um, frequent reassurance and patient repetition during those tr transitions. Type 2 children are really empower us to learn patience. They really help us to learn patience. And so make sure you, you're patient with your kids during those transitions and when they might be overly tired reassurance and patience and transitioning out of naps um, when type 2 children transition out of naps make sure that they have rest time don't take them out of nap time just into no they need a period of rest time where they're just resting uh, quietly reading books in a comfortable place where they know that you're around and for my Facebook audience, my connection's kind of going in and out, but um, you'll be able to hear, you'll be able to hear the, you can hear the full broadcast if you missed anything on Facebook by listening to, listening to the recorded podcast, which um, we always publish every week. 
Now, along with that frequent reassurance, these kids may need, uh, they just need to know, you know, they'll ask questions and to make sure everything's okay. Are you there? Just be patient in that. These are children that need reassurance. So know that that's part of your job as a parent of a type two. And, and when you, that's why you can need a break from your own children because you just need a break from some of the things that they become very persistent with. And again, as I said, with type one children, that no screen time, at least an hour before bedtime, because it's just interferes with the melatonin that your body's producing because of the blue light and the, the technology with that uh, just gets it disruptive to our brain system. So those are my tips. And we're going to sign off of Facebook and join me now. If you want to keep listening, I have some great questions that I'm going to answer on the continue with the podcast. Thanks for watching on Facebook. The first question that came in, well, I want to share a couple more uh, tips about the type two. My daughter-in-law, who's the mom of twins, she has a type two and a type four. And she said that with the infants, um, they were able to do really well with their type two with the swaddle and white noise and a system called dream feeding and pacifiers only in the crib. So they looked forward to that at, at nap time and then putting them down drowsy but awake so that they'd learn to fall asleep on their own. And they've done so well at training them and they've responded so well that they really love taking their naps and even spending time in their beds and have not been fussy about naps in bedtime at all. They've had very, unless they don't stick with their routine, that's when they get fussy when they don't stick with their routine. And at 14 months, they still love taking their naps and still look no fuss and are able to take one and a half to two hour naps. So that swaddling is, I think, a real benefit to type to infants and that coziness that it creates. And they use the baby dust and baby language to listen to their cries and figure out what they needed. So that helped them quite a bit. And out of them, that their type two little girl, Addie, she struggled more with sleep and transitioning, as I've said, to new things, like when they get rid of the swaddle. And for a little while, she struggled with um, napping in her, she did, she struggled with just changing up the um, nap timing. So like I said earlier, they just need more time to transition. And she, the Sarah, when they were really little, would have them sleep in their car seat till it became an issue that it really wasn't safe for them. And that was hard for Ruby or for Addie, the type two little girl, to get her to go back into the crib. So again, those transitions just require more time. I'm taking live callers today. So if you have a question, go ahead and push one on your phone. I'd love to talk to you personally and take your call. Push number one though, and we'll bring you on the show. Uh, my first question that came in from a mom, she says, help, my four-year-old type two is walk, waking up so many times a night. He won't go back to sleep. For my husband either he just screams until I come in and put him back down he woke up eight times the other night I'm a type 3 mom 
any tips. Now that's going to get old. It's going to really require a lot of patience, like I said. Uh, do you know that there, have you covered all of the checklists of comfort, the pillow, the bedding, the jammies, what's happening before your child goes to sleep? Are they getting, you know, the, the water and nutrition that they need so they're not waking up hungry? You know, a child shouldn't be waking up eight times in one night. They're not getting into a deep enough sleep. So you've got to induce that deeper sleep. They're just hitting a, a they're not getting into their delta brainwave state. So is there some white noise you could play in the room? What could you do to infect a deeper sleep? And make sure he's not doing any screen time before bed. And are you giving him the winding down time? Are you helping him really settle in there and, and fall into a deeper sleep? Because that's going to what I'm, you know, to wake up eight times in a night, there's not a deep sleep. And then this child's going to be extremely tired in the day as well and fussy, whining, which is going to wear you out. So this cycle gets pretty vicious with you're tired, the child's tired, whiny, fussy. You probably get snappy at him, but you want to create those deeper sleep states. So what can you do to support that? Second question that came in, it can take a long time for my type 2 child to wind down. They kind of drag out the quiet time at the end of the day. How can I help a type 2 create quiet time before it gets way too late? Or are there any techniques for helping a type 2 wind down more quickly? <laughs> Funny, as they just talked about this. Uh, no, it's going to take 30 to 45 minutes. I don't know what timeline it's taking, but maybe you need to put a clock on it. But give them 30, 45 minutes, but make sure you build that into their bedtime transition. So if, you're, if their bedtime is 9 and they're starting at 8.45, then they weren't prompted early enough to start that process. You know, what needs to happen, just back up the timeline and say what needs to happen to initiate that to happen at least 30 to 45 minutes. If their bedtime's 9, I'd say they need to start winding down about 8.15. So maybe your wind down window is too short and you need to help prompt that with them with giving them enough time. Because that's sort of a, a contradiction there. Can you help any way to help a type 2 wind down more quickly? <laughs> like um, Probably not, but it's more the positioning of it and making sure that it's initiated so that and that they're independently that it doesn't involve you in the entire experience it shouldn't have to involve the parent the parent can come in for the last 10-15 minutes the first 30 minutes of winding down can be their wind down time their wind down experience so you know don't make it yours too it doesn't need to be both of you all you know you're all doing this together necessarily. Lines are open. Um, go ahead and press one on your phone if you're wanting to talk to me. I've got my first caller, Lara, who's a type 2 mom. Hi, Lara. Hi, Carol. And you, my notes say you have a nine year old type 3 who's anxious about asking her to do things. Give me more information on that. Um, yes, thank you. I sure. see that is anxious about asking her to do oh, things. Oh, okay. I have, I, I'm in the middle of reading the, your book, Remembering Wholeness, 
And uh-huh. I've been doing the daily script that you've provided um, mm-hmm. and loving it. And so oh, some things you. have been coming up for me about in relation to just working with my type three daughter. And I understand that she's a higher energy and, and there's some anxiety that is coming up that I've, I've actually been feeling for, for quite a while, but I think it's just ready to be released. And I wondered if you could help me through this in relation to her. Did like, you have for instance, when she comes home yeah. from school, I just, I, I know when she's going to be here and I start to get anxious and worried and, and kind of this, this feeling of, uh, I, I, I'm even having a hard time just describing what, mm-hmm. what's happening, but I don't feel like I can ask her to do things. I don't, I don't feel like I can limit her screen time, which I want to do. I don't feel like I sure. can insist that she do her chores. I don't, it's, it's really kind of all encompassing with okay. our, our connection with each other. Did you have a type three parent? Um, thank you for bringing that up. I am not sure. Um, I know that my, I think my father is a type two, but my mother died six years ago and I am unsure of what her type was. It could have been that it's type three. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, Mm -hmm. I've been trying to figure out if that's, if that's important and if this is what needs to be addressed. Yeah. And my, you know, a child wouldn't see it's like an old imprint and your, your nervous system is, um, turning on this. Um, adrenaline and this kind of fight and flight energy, this nervousness, getting anxious. And that had to be developed in your childhood. That's the kind of phenomena with energy is if we have a history with a certain energy type from our childhood, we'll have been affected neurologically and even at a, um, at a pretty much on all systems because that energy would have been playing out on a continual basis. And so you would then have that same triggered response to someone in your intimate world with the same energy type. There's no way your nine-year-old daughter could affect you this way. So you've got an old, so to remedy this, it's the um, inner child that's the carrier in a sense, just metaphorically the subconscious self that holds this reference that, you're still um, affect the type three. That it's not even logical to you or even conscious. It's more on a biochemical yeah. level that it's happening. Right. And so you yeah. can do the energy clearing to clear that. I, we haven't produced these yet, but we're going. Are you a lifestyle member of my um, on my website? Yes, I am. I, I searched for that. This that you're going to talk about right now, the I don't like type. Yeah, three. the clearing. You haven't done it. Yet. Okay. I would do the one we just released last week, though, on the clearing stress. We put okay. out one last week on clearing stress and anxiety, and then you can kind of reference it to this, but it really has nothing to do with your daughter. It's an old reference to type three energy. Most likely, your mom was a type three, and you just felt, you know, her dominance. So, see, you're playing out an old role where you're allowing yourself to be the subordinate and you don't know how to use your voice to someone with a type 3 energy because you don't feel, you know, it's kind of like the the child takes over and goes, I'm like, I don't know how to handle this. Right. So, you got to tell yourself, I'm not five. This isn't my mother. 
and I am capable of dealing with my daughter, you know, and, and so that being kind of co-conscious that being aware, I've got some stuff to heal, but I'm going to be cognitive enough in the now to go, this is my nine-year-old daughter. I'm working out my issues with type three energy, but I'm the parent and uh, not that you want to dominate her. You want to have a working relationship with her where there's a cooperative energy so that you can do your job as the parent because, you know, being a type three with a type two mom who never could step it up was very wounding to me. (laughs) I'm like, use your voice, you know, meet me here. (laughs) So I think it was my mother that was the type three. Is there, is there um, a way that I can kind of within myself verify that, that that is the relationship that maybe wounded me or, or that was, was causing these, like, well, how can I know that my mother was my a type back, My background in this, it would say, as someone that's been working with people for over 20 years, if you were to come see me on a one-on-one, on one, I'd say, oh, for sure, this is it. You're getting all the signs, right. but it's subconscious. Because there's no way a nine-year-old child can affect you on this level. It's just right, not possible. That's not reasonable. So there's an old, you know, there's something that's presenting it's it's what I what we call presenting issues, that it's presenting itself because it's ready to heal. So yeah. it's kind of amped up. It's like re, you're choosing into a, I want you know when you start reading books like remembering wholeness and working with your energy system. Well, then you get you get shown what's ready for your assistance. It's like. Yeah, because otherwise you're repressing it, and then it's going to hurt you on a level of health. Because that's that when we become so in denial of it, and our body holds it, then our body takes the hit. So you know, the good news is you're letting it present itself, so you can let it heal. This just conversation is going to be healing because you're going to go, oh, okay. It's not, yeah, it's not that big a deal. Don't don't make it more than it is. It's just okay. Most likely your mom's rooting for you now and going, yeah, take care of this, you know. Wish I'd known this when I was your mom, but just wake up. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you're going to be fine. Just don't make it about your daughter. Don't bring her into this. Um, she's nine, and it really has nothing to do with her. She's representing some some old stuff that wants to get healed. That's all. Okay. Thank you. And, Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm gonna. What we were, I never spoke. We both knew what we were talking about, and I didn't say anything about it. Was um, I in my lifestyle content? We produce weekly healing sessions and uh, healing content to help you heal old wounds and programming. And we're I'm going to be putting together a series as I don't like your type when we have this history with different people of different energy types that will still will get triggered by that person's energy type, think it's about that person when it's really about something in our history. A couple of announcements before I take my next caller. Um, we're celebrating Life South been open to everyone. You can join now for $12.95 a month or do the annual membership for $95 a year and consume great content, dressing your true premium content, healing content for me, um, personal growth content, and you get 
free shipping, you get a monthly discount code, you get access to our personal shopping platform called Style Finder, where we're out looking in great retailers to find um, different items true to your type. We do all the work for you. You just get to click and buy it when you find something you love. So join me at dressingyourtruth.com forward slash lifestyle. It's there for everyone now. And uh, look in your email box tomorrow. Uh, you've got those of you that are on my email list. If you want to get on my email list, go to caroltuttle.com and sign up. You get a Monday email called Carol Today with all of the previous week's content, what we published in the week prior, and you also get updated on sales. And we've got a really great sales start tomorrow, so you want to know about that. And last week's Child Whisper blog post, The Type 1 Sleep Tendencies, Birth to Teen, is now posted. And we have a great giveaway. I announced it on the top of the show, but I'll repeat it. We're giving away an Owlet Baby Monitor. This thing's amazing. In order to enter, you've got to go to one of the posts on sleep tendencies and make a comment and share that post on your Facebook page. And then we will, I will announce the winner. I will collect all of those comments and who has entered them, and we will announce the winner in two weeks when we do the Type 4 Sleep Tendency. Let's get my next live caller. Hi, Shannon. You're alive. Hi, Carol. How are you? I'm good. And you're a Type 4 mom? Yes, with a Type 4 one son. That is Mm -hmm. nine. And um, of all the children, I'm having a hard time connecting with him. Is that like this (laughs) crazy being both type fours? (laughs) That can happen, though. Either it's you click or you're at odds. (laughs) Well, I think it's it's the power struggle. He's just a little smarty pants, and he knows how to debate and, you know, kind of get what he wants, you know. But um, Uh the reason I called is I feel like, if he had a hundred things go right during the day and only two things didn't go as he had planned and the way he wanted, it's a horrible day and the world is ending. And yeah. it's really hard to get him out of that energy and out of that state of mind. Okay. And do you feel it's your job to get him out of that energy and state of mind? I are think, you trying I to, think I are you trying to, him. so are you trying to initiate a shift in him? I don't know what to do. If I should initiate it, should I do like a, I, I don't know how to help him, I guess. Or well, I the, problem with that, the problem with that, if he hasn't asked you to, there again is this authority issue. He'll kind of persist uh-huh. in his negativity just to stay one up on, you know, I'll choose what I want. So okay. I, I would not try and enroll him to shift. It'd be almost like, as you wish. Okay. Did you want to talk about that? Like, oh, so you feel, give do the um, empathic listening where you're just repeating back to him. So you're really uh-huh. upset about blah, blah, blah. Okay. Did you want to tell me any more? Don't try Sorry, and yeah. counter it with a positive. Okay. That is what I'm doing right now. Yeah, that <laughs> so would be annoying to him. Now he's going to debate yes. you. Okay. Okay. And just hear I, it to understand it. Don't even try and change it. Just try and understand okay. it. He, if anything, he wants to be able, there's some things he might want to talk out with you. But if you're always trying to counter with the, let me show you how it's not so bad thing, you know, he'll be persistent. See, persistence is one of his 
you know, staying on track. Uh, he, and even to say, you know, you're really good at debating. Should get you on a debate team. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, and you know, I, I've heard you talk about you kind of have to let them come to you when they're ready to talk about things. And that's something else he does. It's late at night. It's, you know, time to say goodnight, shut the door, and go to bed. And that's when he wants to just unload everything. And then yeah. do, we'll do I, as a mom, say, okay, then. it's time? Or? Yeah, I give him, like, with my type four son, depending on my mood and kind of the situation, I'll even say, okay, I got 15 minutes. You know, and I'll just listen. But, boy, you yeah. get, there's kind of this negative rant time. And consider the possibility you weren't allowed that and you were countered so much. You were told maybe maybe showing you what you needed, but what it wasn't allowed, okay? So you've got your own training now to say, no, you just got to shut that down. When, you know, what if it's healthy to just in a private way be able to rant about what's bugging you, yeah. you know, and, and share how you're feeling? Would that have served you as a kid? You know, what if your parents were coming back or your mom was always trying to make you more chipper uh, and right. let's see yeah. the positive you know it probably annoyed you as a child got yeah and you I, know things are bugging yes. you there's a lot of things to yeah. bug in this you know this world's pretty messy place so. <laughs> you know I have tried that okay I have 10 minutes I'll give you 10 minutes let's talk about whatever you want to talk about and then when I say okay 10 minutes is up he's like oh I knew it. You don't care. You don't care about me. And then you then go you say, well, that's not trip. true. That's not uh-huh. true. I really care about you. You got to just be matter of fact. Don't get into the emotion. Just say, hey. well, that's not true. I really care about you. But uh, I have okay. 10 minutes. We'll do it again tomorrow night. Awesome. That's great. You know, what's his secondary? Do you know? Is he a, a four three? One. Oh, you're the one? Not, okay. Yes. He's super social, which is something else at school. You know, he'll sit down to do math and see 30 math problems and be so overwhelmed he won't even know where to start, so he chooses not to start. And I see that with his chores at home as well. Mm-hmm. Well, then how he has to learn to use his organization ability and ability to, you know, put together, you know, it's that big picture down to the zeroing in on the what's in, you know, how do I move forward on this? Yeah. So he's just not stuck in the big picture. Yeah. But how do I move forward now? So that the the phytoplankton would help him a lot to use his brain. Okay. My son, my type for son, he presented signs of um, kind of it's kind of this funky thing because ADD is more related to. Um, type one children and type three kids, but type fours can have a version of it in that they get stuck in this overwhelm of big picture and this, you know, just out. And I started giving him a similar product. This wasn't available in his timeline, but when he was seven Mm -hmm. years old, I started giving him an algae product. This phytoplankton is superior to what I gave Mark, but man, Mm -hmm. we could literally see the shift in him in 10 minutes where he would just be able to function. And we wow. got to the point where if he was just like extreme in his behavior, I'd say, take your algae. You had your algae. We, we all got in the house saying, can you take your algae? It would ground okay. him so fast to get his brain working to his advantage. 
Okay, so that I know sounds that. definitely like he needs that then because he is very extreme. He's either on a high or on a low, which is type four, right? You're one or the other. Well, they're on, but they're on the fence. But not to the point where it's so moody and because that's uh-huh. showing signs of being, you know, just, again, um, Dr. Amen's book, AD, his book on ADD and ADHD mm-hmm. and his book, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, you start to learn that these extremes um, are brain health issues where there's, you know, his cingulate may not be firing correctly or um, his frontal lobe, he teaches in his book that kids that have frontal lobe compromises need to get things riled up to get the energy really charged up and to get a mm-hmm. reaction, and it gets their frontal lobe fired. It's really fascinating. It's, I see my grandson, my type 3 grandson does this because he just needs to it's like his frontal lobe. It's his stimulant. And he teaches you how to wean a kid off needing that because that's not functional. You know, you can't have your child yeah. always, like, getting you all worked up. To start learning, it's fascinating to learn about brain health. And he's got some of the best content out there on brain development. And nutrition is such a huge part. The brain needs micronutrients. Our diets do not have what it needs. That's why I promote the plankton because it's micronutrient-rich. Okay. I no. I have one more question for you. It's the same type for then. Um, you did a, a podcast a while back about honoring their passion and trying to find what their passion is and then honor that. And mm-hmm. he is being very drawn to electronics. And now it's not just necessarily video games. Like if he has to do homework, he wants to do it on the computer. It's, he's yeah. very, you know, drawn to these electronics. And I do try to keep it to one hour a day because it just grazes up his brain and he can't shut it off at night. So he'll come at me with, well, you let, you know, brother do, you know, Legos as long as he wants to, which he's type three and he loves that. It's very hands-on. But so how do I, how am I supposed to tell him, I know that this is your passion and you love this, but one hour is all we can do. It's not healthy. Well, that's what he's doing with it. If it is more about building things, if it's just gaming, but is he able to create things or getting him into more of the programming side of things or... Where can Which that is be? Exactly what he wants. Yes. Yeah, because see, I have a tight, you know, my type four son, who's our traffic and analyst specialist. He looks at a laptop or a monitor his entire workday. My okay. um, creative designer, my creative lead, he's a type four. He's looking at a monitor his entire. See, his work is on his computer. You know. Yeah. Uh huh. So you just got to direct that to where it's not just gaming that, that he's creating things that he's u- figuring things out. He's building things. He's you know okay. using his mind. So you're not in that so, way. you're not so concerned about the length of time. You're more concerned about is it right before bedtime? Correct. Okay. Yeah. What is the use of the screen time if it's just for entertainment? I mean, my type for grandson will play Minecraft any chance he can get. And there is just a strategy in that, you know, there's some analysis, there's some stuff he's got to do, but how can you take that to another level where it's actually something that can be applied to a useful skill in the world? (laughs) Okay, yeah, no, if if I'd let him read books on the computer, he would read books. It's just something to do with electronics and building it and the software and all of that. So, okay, well, that's great advice then. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Thanks, Carol. All right, see you later. I have one more email question that came in. We'll wrap today's show up with that. 
I'm a type one mom going back to work in a few weeks after being a stay-at-home mom for 12 years. I have a two-year-old type two who type two who still nurses to fall asleep even at nap time. How can I help her to nap without nursing to help ease the transition? I don't want to completely wean her yet. She's so loving, still loving nursing, but she needs to be able to nap at daycare. How do I handle this gently? Um, thanks for being considerate of her and my daughter who uh, works and her little boy is a type 2. She pumps and he takes a bottle, but it's always um, her breast milk. So can you pump and provide, because there's a familiarity then with um, being your breast milk in a bottle. And he does fine. He takes the bottle willingly, always has. And she's able to then have more flexibility with her work schedule and even her social life. Because she's able to, she bought, invested in a really good pump. So you've got to buy one that's really, you know, she has, it's in a big, I'm not sure the brand. If you're interested, leave a comment. We can find out the brand of her pump. Um, I'm not sure, but I know it's in a big black, not big, but you know, it looks, it's, it's like a large, it's a large black um, zippered bag she carries it in. She brings it to work because she's had to do it sometimes here while she's working and he's now at daycare. He was in the office with her cause he napped really easily, but now he's five months old. He's at daycare, but she, that's how they've taken care of it. See if that will work out for you. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Again, the giveaway is an Owlet baby monitor to learn more about the Owlet baby monitor, go to the childwhisper.com forward slash Owlet, O-W-L-E-T. To enter the giveaway, just leave a comment in one of the sleep tendency posts and share that post on Facebook, on your Facebook page. And please join me at facebook.com forward slash Carol Tuttle. We have a lot of great things happening. We air Carol Tuttle TV. There's four different shows that we air on a weekly basis. Join me at facebook.com forward slash Carol Tuttle. And also you can subscribe to this podcast at itunes.com forward slash Carol Tuttle. Thanks. Thank you for joining me today on the Child Whisper podcast. I'll see you next week and have a great week with your amazing family. As a teacher, healer, speaker, best-selling author of The Child Whisperer and mother of five children, Carol Tuttle is honored to help you take the power struggle out of parenting and better understand the children in your life. If you'd like Carol to answer your question, call in next time or email your question to parenting at liveyourtruth.com. Carol invites you to learn more about the four types of children at thechildwhisperer.com and connect with her at thecarolblog.com. If you haven't read The Child Whisperer yet, get your copy through the Child Whisperer website and enjoy happier, more successful, more cooperative children.